and welcome to episode 372 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. <laughs> I love that. So jovial, so full of life, so Dan Butcher. And uh, we're also so joined damn by... sexy. So damn, so damn sexy. Dan sexy, Dan Wright. And, uh, of course, we're also joined by a man who has a dirty basement, but don't worry, it's only full of comics. It's Mr. Tony Esmond. Bony Desmond in the house. <laughs> Bony Desmond. Um, I mean, that, that that's that's a fairly weak pseudonym, isn't it, if you chose, choose to... Yeah, you'd probably see through that one, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to hello. the show. We hope, um, wherever you are in the world, you're doing okay. If you're in the UK, we hope you haven't sweated all of your body weight away because it's um, we're going through a bit of a heat wave at the moment. We're okay. all uh, we're in a room together uh, and it's like a sweat lodge. We're all topless. We're in the paddling pool together. Yeah, yep. I've and... wanted to go to like a sauna and tell that fucking joke. Oh, it's like a sauna in here, but I haven't had the opportunity. <laughs> to do it's like my favourite story is um, I say to people if you go down the Haymarket and go left at the top, it's like Piccadilly Circus up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, it's, and, it's, and I said. I said it to a cab driver once. He went, "No, mate, you can't go up the Haymarket. markets one way." Went on foot, you fool. It is dad joke week here on the ACB. <laughs> what am I talking about? It's dad joke week every damn week on this show. Yeah, but um, this show is also all about comics, and it's just the three amigos this week. So expect yeah. tangents. Laughing at our own jokes constantly for the next couple of hours. We're not going to moan, we promise, because we had a little moan between us. Yeah. So we're yeah. back to just uh, happy, happy people. Moan, moaning, yeah. the great moan is a slippery slope, and I'm not sure I can get through an episode without having a little bit. Of, <laughs> a little bit. I bought a load of erotic comics today, so that might help you. Oh, brilliant! We mm. keep on saying we're going to do like the erotic comics episode. Well, I've we... been buying them, ready to. Yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah. I've been buying them. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. Even you, I imagine the episode. The... The warehouse where you keep all those erotic comics looks something like that warehouse in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It looks like it's been hit by a paint gun. I'll be honest with you. I don't oh know what's god. happening. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I feel sick to my stomach. Uh, paint, there's been a game of paintball outside with white bullets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You should never paintball near comics, people. No, don't do it. Unless you read them digitally. And do you know who offers a, a great <laughs> digital comic reading? Is experience? it Comic House? It's Comic House. I love these sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Comic House, uh, an indie comic marketplace and sponsor of the show. Thank you very much to the guys from Comic House for helping out our little show. If you go to ComicHouse.com itself, there's a huge section of titles on their database. If you self-publish yourself, list your book on there. It's another avenue to get your work out into the world, as is the great and fantastic Comic House app. For only £3 a month, um, you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics, which is being added to all the time. Like, What's on there at the moment, Dan? Well, we've got a new title added, uh, Cinevore, issue one. Oh. A story synopsis. In time, the dinosaurs will be wiped out by a meteor crashing into the Earth. But not this one, not yet. In the age of the dinosaurs, and a strange emerald meteor is hurling towards the Earth. At the same moment, a boy from the 21st century, Zeph, mysteriously falls from the sky into the prehistoric past. Trapped in this dazzling and dangerous new era, how will he survive? Who is the timid, frightened dinosaur he immediately encounters? And perhaps most of all, who? how will the two of them outwit and defeat the terrifying tyrant of the land, the giant, evil, skeletal T-Rex known as Cena? That's written by Joshua Spiller and artist, art duties by Richard J. War. So did you say the, check there on it. Did you say the, um, the skeletal figure was named Cena? Yeah. Like John Cena? Uh, Cena as an S-I-N-A. 
And uh, I was about to say, I like, like Cena Grace. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, if it was John Cena, they wouldn't be able to find them. Uh, so on this page, obviously, I've got Google ads on, and I presume it's based on my search history. And oh, I've got a, a oh large-breasted woman giving a man a massage and says, Mayfair, Kenston, Westminster, help soothe the tension or pain away. Nicole from Mayfair. And obviously, it's a massage. But, I mean, you're, you're a proper player. I just get adverts for sheds. <laughs> I'm going to right-click open in incognito window. <laughs> <laughs> you have had a little insight to Dan's life there while he was <laughs> reading our sponsorship ad. So thank you for that, Dan. And thank, thank you to um, Comic Cast for continuing to support the show. Um, to start your 14-day free trial. I'll turn the off. Look, look, I'm going to get through this. To start your 14-day free trial and dive headfirst into the amazing world of small press that we talk about every week, check out ComicCast.com. Go quicker. Very good. I didn't know if you, you either you two were going to interrupt me again. No, no, no. If you're uh, well, interested in getting the, uh, do that. a massage by Nicole, go to artofmassagebynicole.com. That hey, sounds she, like look, a lovely yeah, thing. Yeah, she's not sponsoring the show. No, 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 no. But I can say I've never had a massage. Really? Yeah, never. Do you I want one? I had a, a sports yeah, massage right. the other okay. week, and it felt like I'd done 10 rounds of an all-in wrestler. Oh, did it? Is it quite yeah. hard going? Well, that was... Well, yeah, sports kind of ma- mess- massage. They're, bas- yeah. they're basically like smashing you up like a bag of crisps, aren't they, really? Well, it's hitting you with hammers and things. It's yeah. like I had a kink in my shoulder and neck. Oh, and- I always, kind of like, I always knew he had a kink, Tony. Yeah, we, yeah we've known. We've known. <laughs> I came out just absolutely like uh, taking a massive amount of drugs. I don't know how I drove home. I was, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Did you get home and then not realise how you got there? No, it wasn't that bad. It it solved the problem, so I was fucking grateful. Uh, yeah. No, I've never that had wasn't one. By... If anyone wants to give me a massage, then please ring me. Do not open that door, Tony. Yeah. Don't open the door, man. You tell me. You keep telling me. Don't, don't open, open the door, Tony. Don't open the, don't open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Security. Oh, God. I'm meeting up with one of the listeners this week, and you always go, don't fucking open that door. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. We love all of you. Um, but, yeah, this week, um, we thought... Um, we got a we got a couple of questions, and we got mm. a little um, a sort of topic we thought we'd have fun yeah. sort of discussing. Um, Before that... But before that, um, we went from great comics on Comic House to an absolutely must-not-miss comic that we talked about. Yeah, which the first issue of which is available on Comic House. Yes. If you wish to read it. Good shout to you. You've got a subscription. Uh, DUI 2 is now up on pre-order. Yeah. Um, I pre-ordered mine, um, and so should you. I've got a bit of a bet going with Eamon about how many pre-orders we get. Um, it's duicomic.bigcartel.com. And it does give you the option of doing a digital or a physical copy on there. And the first, if you aren't a member of Comic Cash, you can get the first issue, if you haven't got it already, on digital on there as well. So go there. If you go to, you, if you press on it, you can go to the pay for page and then it gives you the option of adding a couple more issues if you want to buy two or three. So that'll always be a good thing as well. But definitely get your copy because I, I genuinely think it's worth it. There's some good yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. Money, great um, comics, money to charity. There's yeah, exactly. The uh, Cancer Research UK is a charity for this one. Yeah, so that's three, three pound from each sale goes to Cancer Research yeah. UK. So support comics, support charity, and just as, read, read some great stories as well at the same time. Amy mentioned last time. Wins. Three is going to be talked about next year. Is that correct? Well, yeah, he's he's looking for stories now already. Yeah, so um, I'm slapping on you, the gun belt, ready to go. 
Yeah, we've all got we've got all got things to talk. We just had a little talk about it, actually thinking yeah. about it, didn't we? The but um, yeah. So just, to get your phones out, everyone, and type in DUI comic, full stop, bigcartel.com, and you'll be able to get a copy while you're listening to this. There you There's go. Or pre-order links, it rather. Yeah, links yeah. on Twitter, Slack, and the, the Facebook group. So yeah, yeah. go check it out. Feel Wait, free no. to retweet them, etc. Whatever people do. <laughs> Share to your Facebook page. Uh, Press the bell. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Dear God, just listening to you two. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, do a boomerang on your Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Have a rumble on your bumble. I don't know. I said, I said that to um, to Adam when we were on holiday, and he went, "It's just words. You don't know what it means." <laughs> You're right, Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah quite right. Too. That, 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 <laughs> what, what a thing to say to a writer. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, a writer. I never did. I rarely describe myself as a writer. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I, I write stuff, but I would never go, I'm a writer. No. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Why is I that? Are, are, you, are you opposed to it? No, I just sort of never think of saying that. I do comics for fun. It's about where I'd go for yeah. it, really. So when, yeah. like, in the past, like, when I've written the intro to this this show and I've called you, like, the writer of such and such... Oh, that's right. If I'm the writer of such and such, that's fine. Yeah. But I would never give myself the title of... It's not like... To me, it's almost like not saying artist is different because you actually do sit down and have some skills and you've had training and stuff. I just sort of fucking... I don't, care, up and, I don't talk no, no. about myself that way either, T. I don't say... Yeah, I'm not it's weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I, f- I don't, feel I, it's slightly pompous, isn't it, and self-proclaiming. I think it's the old school for me of, like, if I'm not paying paid a job of work for it, that's not where I am. Maybe that's yeah. that's old school thinking. I think in my head, I sort of hear some kind of um, black adder esque character going, "But I'm a writer," you know, and I think, "Yeah, oh, what a twat," what a you know. Yeah. That yeah. might be upbringing as well because I've got that same fucking hang up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> have yeah, any of you lovely people out there ever? Have you ever introduced yourself as a writer or artist, or have you met anyone who has? And what has that person been like? Please do let us know. Quite yeah. I always imagine the follow-up question was like, "Oh, we do that full time or something?" You're like, "Oh no, do no. it." Yeah, oh, you must make no. loads of money off that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Uh, <laughs> comics, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of comics. Um, yeah. Well, which what do we want to start with? Some questions, or do we want to start with our little um, topic? How do we want to do this? Uh, what, what should we do? What questions we got? Did we get some questions? We've got the topic, haven't we? So I, I posed you guys a topic thing, didn't I? Yes. Um, should we start with that one? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I I was thinking about it, and um, I can't remember who I saw this someone say it, but it was like there's uh, there's a lot of comics out there now, aren't there? And there's a lot of comics that I kind of feel guilty for not having read sometimes. Mm. Um, and I was I, so I posed the question to you: is <clears throat> books that we always meant to read, and then we may end this with a challenge. We'll see what we get. So, so we just. We decided two minutes ago we might challenge each other to do the ones that we're fucking we regret having <laughs> having read. But the is there anything that you look back on and you think I almost feel guilty for not reading it, you know? Um, or I really think I ought to have read that, you know? Mine's shall I jump in first? Yeah, go do yeah. Uh, Saga. I've okay, not, I've not read any of it. I don't know what it's like at all, and it seems to be one of those ones that's always being talked about and oh you've yeah. got to read Saga or read this and I've never never read it I, I couldn't tell you why it's always thinking oh yeah I'll, I'll read that one day but never never got around to actually scratching that itch as it were okay and I've I know like, did, oh, did Eamon bring it up last week didn't he I think for being a good price 
You must have done, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's not to the point where like, oh, I'm fucking beating myself up over not reading the saga. Do you know what I mean? It's just the fact that so many people talk about it in, in, in a positive light. I think that yeah, FOMO, there must maybe. be something there. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and of- it is, I mean, it's an okay series. I mean, I read the first five or six issues and then something happens, which I think ha- for me was a bit like that. Um, people describe as that Walking Dead moment, don't they? Where there's that thing that happens, I don't know, 30 or 40 issues into Walking Dead where something really horrible happens and a lot of people jumped off because of that. And right, there's something okay. that happens in... So I won't spoil it for you or for people who haven't read it, but there's something that happens in it and I went, I don't really like that. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Um, and I jumped off. Mm. Yeah. Is the Walking Dead moment the one that was in the TV with uh, Negan? Is that, was no, that it's... There's, no. Quite, there's quite a few in the Walking Dead, to be fair. There. Oh, okay. The main one for me was the the lady holding something, that one. I don't think it's in the TV series. No, because I only read up to a certain point on the issue, so I, I don't know what happens after that. There, yeah, there was also... Um, I mean, it's been years, but there's the serial... The child killer at one point. There was that. Oh, okay. There was a big bit like that that was quite impactful i mean this series is like bloody 10 years old now that we're, yeah that we're talking about it, but yeah lots happens in that series it um, can be easy to kind of step over the line in regards to stuff like that i mean there's obviously there's, there must be times where you guys have been reading something and it's like that was too far that that or like that joke or just i don't know it's, i think it's because i had had the sensitivity to it because it was uh, you know, I can't not really say on the air, but it was in regards to something that I, I had a passion around and was part of my work. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Um, and, have you read Saga V? I've, um, I have read it. I've, well, I, I sort of like the first trade or something. The first uh, couple of trades, uh, and oh, okay. I, did, I did thoroughly enjoy it. It's another, it's a cl- another classic example of thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, fell off it for a little bit, and also Saga had that big gap. It was, it had sort of. The gaps between the arcs got a little bit bigger, didn't they? Each time, I, I think, and I just sort of oh, it dropped off for years, didn't it? Yeah, it went yeah. to spirit. It's only really back now. <clears throat> and yeah. I know, I know, it's diehard fans are extremely happy to see it back, which is brilliant. Which is what, yeah. which is what you want, and like it's great. I mean, I like the fact that like it's it's a, it's an original story. You know, it's got a, such an audience, and I love that that there's um that 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 they're still making that. Um, but and and when I f- fell out of it. It was just purely one of those. I read a few, and then I just, I just didn't go back. There was lots of other books. It wasn't like there was no real "this isn't for me anymore" moment. Um, but because of the nature of that story, I almost feel like I have to go back and start from the beginning if I'm going to read it again. Just so yeah, I, I do that with some things. Yeah, because it's a story that's so um, pure about the characters and the character journeys that everyone goes on and the things that happen. That if I picked up now, I've lost the connection to characters that I would have had. I do that with comics now. I do that with. I have to go back and reread mm. last five issues of the Flash or something. Mm. I think, what the yeah, fuck? yeah, it's difficult, and uh, I mean that's that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult with a lot of like the bigger publishers' characters because they're changing from issue to issue, like month on month. So if you miss a couple of issues, you'll you'll start reading about a stranger. Do you know what I mean? And then, then like, 
if it's a character you're passionate about, how how does that affect your your readership? I think um, the the way that comics are written has changed that as well because yeah. it used to be oh every you know every comic is someone's first, so you could jump into Marvel or DC comic, couldn't you? And you, mm, yeah. you would even though they were you know it was a team book and there was characters and you realised you just went with it and you kind of were interested in them and you couldn't always get hold of the previous issue anyway. But the way that these things are, are built now, they're built to be addictive and to build out the story, you know, in the same way that fucking TV is on Netflix and stuff, isn't it? You know, so you have to have that connection with the characters to keep going on it. And the writers, I think. There's almost a selfishness where the writers expect you to know everything about that character. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a bit I of that so, going yeah. on. Yeah. I'm not saying, saying that's particularly Saga, because Saga's got a reasonably small cast compared to some things. Mm. Um, I but, feel like Saga yeah. at the moment is almost, and I could be wrong, I, like I say, I haven't read it for a long time. It's now a story that is is written for the people reading it. That, yeah, that, maybe. That have been reading it from yeah. the beginning. And I think yeah. that can be something... Especially, and we've talked about these longer series, you know, take it, for instance, like a scalped or a preacher or things like that, you know. Yeah. Wonderful stories, and a lot of these stories, we're, we followed them from the beginning. But it gets to a certain point, especially when you're, when you, you're on your penultimate arc, for instance, the one before the final. You're, not, you're, not, you're, you're writing it for the people that are reading your book. Okay. I've seen some. I find some of those stories. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like yeah. Jason Aaron you know? abs- absolutely smashing it with scalped. But the last two trades in that series, and this look, I've read the fir- first one. I love scalped. So this this one isn't my my choice. Um, but the last two trades, would you recommend them to new readers? So you said they're they, a bit indulgent. Would you say? I, I wouldn't say indulgent, but the fact of like you're so you you don't come you. If you watched the last season of Breaking Bad, and that's the only season that you had, you'd have no context for everything yeah, leading yeah, up yeah. to it. Yeah, that's how it's built, isn't yeah. it? It's silly yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it's almost it's almost like built to be a miniseries, everything yeah. like that. Yeah, because yeah. you can't possibly go back to the start of the Avengers and read everything. You can't do it with action. No, comics, you know, it's yeah, just no. not it's not built like that. Although with action comics, you do have to go back about six months and start reading there to get any clue of what's fucking happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's why I'm drawn more to the series that have a have a finite lifespan. Do you know what I mean? Like like a my six- recommend is exactly that. Wait till we get to my recommend because that's sure. exactly the point I make with it. Yeah. So that do, fresh you don't have to read anything else, you don't have to know anything else, uh, you can just go and read this and have fun mm, with it. Yeah. But yeah, that kind of you can dip in any issue and it's or, or say a mini series of a character and it just jumps from mini series to mini series. Yeah, it's like if you got an idea for this character, you come pitch it. That's good. Okay, you got a mini series for the Punisher or mm. Daredevil mm. or whatever. I think it's one of the one of the strengths to strength to one of your favourites, Dan Invincible. Mm. Um, that was a series they could have still been rinsing that money now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and who yeah. knows? Who knows what it would have been? But they didn't. They ended it, and because there's an ending to it, uh, you you tell me, Dan. The arcs that go through it sort of fit together better yeah they all tie up they all end I mean but, but saying that that the last two trades would you say to someone start here or would you say start I earlier I wouldn't say yeah get stuck in those last mm. trades but you could pick them up and read them and have fun and mm. get on yeah. board with it quite quickly yeah. but obviously if you're kind of like uh, near the end of was it 200 issues for Invincible I, I forget think, uh, was, it 100, was it 120 or 150 I think it was something yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. like those last ones obviously all these plot lines are tying up yeah. so you're you're kind of you're getting the punchline to the yeah. joke but none yeah. of the, the, the setup. yeah and bigger IP characters don't have this luxury and it's a luxury of uh, that, that that there's an end point 
to the paragraph. Do you know what I mean? To your story. There's the last page of the novel. Whereas a Captain America, when that finishes, there's got to be a next one coming out next month. Yeah. There's got to be something new. Yeah. Um, which... It's one of the reasons I like manga, because there's i know there's obviously exceptions like dragon ball that's mm. gone on and on but they seem to have an idea a creator has an idea and then it has a limited run i, mean, I, I know it wasn't stuff. created by vertigo but that's why vertigo was successful for a lot of people yeah. It? yeah 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 so many different flavors as well wasn't it of, of vertigo it was like, yeah well you know if you like your punk rock here's this if you like something a bit more cerebral here's this because you know I always feel that you've got to trust the creator in as much as that. Like, that, right, here's the story and here's the end and there's no more. Yeah. And people will always want more. People, will, If it's really good, people will always want more. But then you're going to fuck it up by potentially fucking up by, by carrying it on. Yeah, I mean? if it's, yeah. A, it's a, like a perfect little thing. Like, prime example, Master of Kung Fu. Just leave it alone. Yeah. It's a fucking mess now. It's done, it's man. It's like, broke my heart, man. Yeah. yeah. Just let it be that nice thing. Leave it alone. There's no need to go back and make Lord of the Rings for yeah. as a yeah. novel do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. yeah I think we're in a strange sort of um, time for these series like Saga that have these arcs that are part of an, like a, a finite story as as it were because it felt like there were so many around at one time weren't there there were so many different books and stories like this um, but it feels like a lot of the books that at the moment that feel like that are only in their initial stages so they're not at that, God, have you read volume five of this? Everyone needs to go back and read volume one. It feels like a lot of the stories that we talk about that are quite exciting are around a volume or two. And yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I wonder yeah. if that's because sales are such that the companies that are putting out these, you know, series aren't getting traction for them. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes there is a case of like creative teams as well some of these stories that some of these people that are creating these books that feel very vertical and stuff like that you know like the vault the comics the, the aftershock awa people. these yeah. sort of people yeah, yeah. you know yeah. their creative teams are putting their part and soul into these books and as a, as a result they create amazing stories do you know what i mean um you know like dark arc and things like that that that's stuff like that's wonderful but because it's so good they get snapped up by bigger publishers yeah. Yeah, and yeah. because they have they to go. do that, they can't. You know, they've got to. But try and I think it. the the counter argument to that is Miller. I think Miller is doing that, and he's creating an event with each thing yeah. that's catching. Yeah, so Magic Order, you know, these sort of books, yeah. um, Prodigy, Nemesis is coming back. You know, this sort of thing. There's some real. He's catching lightning in a bottle and going it, with it, and exactly. running with it, and exactly. Yeah. And it's wonderful, and I love that he's doing that. But yeah. he's also. Mark Miller and can afford to do that. He yeah. he he is the master of his own destiny, for, mm. for want of a better term. He's like, all right, here is what I want comics to be, and I can create it. Do it's I mean? weird that we've got this one man who's he's done well, you know, he's yeah. doing well for himself, who's doing that. But you've got multi million, multi billion dollar companies who can't fucking do that. <laughs> can't do that. I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, I, th- I think saga-, saga is worth picking up, Dan. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Well, let's I- challenge Dan to read it then. Let's yeah. say you got to read the first volume. How okay. long are we going to? How long should we give him? I'll write this down. I, I reckon. I, I reckon probably by the end of the week. Bloody hell! <laughs> bloody hell! I mean, I th- I think this should be the next three months. I three months. Three months. Okay. okay. I'm writing right. this down. I'll Dan, I put, put an order in now. Yeah. Oh, you. You gangster. Yeah. So I volume mean, one saga, yeah? The beauty, yeah. beauty of that, Dan, is it's an image book, so it's probably like 50p for the first volume because that's how they get you. 
yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a lot. I think it's only like, is it five issues in volume one? I think something I like think, that. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I've got the... I've got the first one. 12 oh. issues or something. I wonder if I can flip yeah. them. I might yeah. flip them. Um, yeah. So I think that's a good choice. And I know there's a lot of our listeners who are fans of it. Yeah. So, so you know, be interested to see what your, your verdict is. I'm not giving a downer on it. I just no. it's just had, yeah. it's just a personal thing. It just uh, I didn't yeah. like that. So and that's the thing on. about that's yeah. the thing about a lot of books. I mean my my list. I mean I segue onto my one very very right. um, shamelessly, but my list is filled with so many classics. Do you know what I mean so many um, the holes that are on my um, my bookshelves are, are filled with ones that are like you haven't read that. Um, no, I haven't because I've been reading other things. What are you saying? Sorry, I'm confused. Have you got the book? And you no, I don't. Ha- I don't have the book. There's oh, right, a, okay. and there's lots of them I didn't seek right. out. And obviously, when I was younger and reading books as well, my attention was drawn to. You know, I was deep in the weeds of X Men and stuff like that. When a lot of these these classics, you know, a lot Wizard was talking about Watchmen every five minutes. I was like, that's very nice. But what's happening? Oh, I mean, in, in the, the period of about eighty three to about ninety ninety one ninety two is is so a formative seminal year, isn't yeah. it, for comics? Yeah. There's so much of what we now call as classics came out in that period. Yeah. Yeah. And there's uh, some of that that I will say isn't for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be open about it. I mean, there's stuff that I haven't read that I should read, but also it, I, I probably won't get out of it the same that a lot of people would get out of it. Okay. So, um, and I think that's true for everyone. I think it, if there's if some people are going, oh, you should read this. Oh, I think V for Vendetta is this, that, and the other. Yes, it's a classic, but not everyone is going to like it. And if you don't like oh. it, don't, don't worry about it. Are you leading up to admit you haven't read um, Wendy Whitebread Undercover Sluts? Oh, I've got five <laughs> volumes of that. Well, well worn volumes of that. No, um, <laughs> uh, Tony bought me all them all. Um, yes. <laughs> I just got, researched the upcoming episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got to buy me two copies of each because the first one gets absolutely ruined. Um, no, <laughs> no. My my choice though, and I've said it a couple of times. The thing is, I would have picked. For instance, Jeff Smith's Bone on this list. You know, that would have been. We read that recently. But but that is um, Ian Matthews. God bless you, man. You you said, this has been on my bookshelf for ages here. Take it. I know you've always wanted to read it. I was like, oh my God. Um, You knew that voice. Yeah, I did actually. I'm not nice. Yeah, I'm not ashamed. Um, Yeah, so, and of course, I then got um, Razzle. Is it Razzle? Razzle? Razzle Reader's Wives. Razzle Reader's (laughs) Wives. Is it? How do you pronounce it? It's Razzle. Razz- I think it's Razzle, isn't it? Yeah, R A S L though, isn't yeah. it? It's not yeah. Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that that was gifted to me by uh, someone here. I say yep. here. We're not actually here. However, one that I have mentioned <laughs> very different. Times, that one is very yeah. different. Yeah, one that I have mentioned many times, and it's usually brought up a conversation afterwards, and certainly um, with certain episodes, is Akira. Never, uh. never read it. I know that is a whole thing in itself. That's a big read, that man. Um, that's a big yeah. read, but how is the first volume as a read? Do you know what I mean? You know, will I? Um, I was also of of the age that when the formative years. Do you know what I mean? When you like when I was in that sort of loving the X Men phase, the manga phase came about, and, every, and of course you had the animation of Akira. And what is this? Yeah. It's amazing. I didn't even know there was all these books that came, you know, that it came yeah. from. And I know you get the there's the wonderful sets that people have made, but what is that first book like? You guys have read it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I, I read it in the the prestige format, so we're coming out. So I haven't read the whole thing, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's just I just never went back to it. It's one of those bit. I read it's quite slow. Five or six. Yeah, it's quite slow. It's that's slow. my fear, and I think that's my fear for a lot of these 
you know. But the art's it? good, man. I think you're yeah. drinking the art in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You can see why it kind of had the impact it it, it did. I think mainly because of the back of the film, but uh, yeah. Tomo's work is just fucking great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's such such a kind of like long long form story, not like kind of uh, say Domu or something like that where you can pick it up and. You, you've got the hook straight away. Mm. Domu's a nice one-volume, yeah. creepy horror book, isn't it? Yeah. Akira kind of not. It, it, it takes a little while, not a little while to get going. That's the wrong thing to say, but yeah, I, I'd like to. I'd like to see what you think when you you, you get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I must say, I'm also because of this this series, and because you when you know the animation and stuff, I am so naive to the story itself because I know it's so much bigger than what the animation was. I know there's so much more to it. There's the books and everything else is going on. I don't know how long it is. I know there is several books to it. Um, whenever I hear people, oh, there's, about, is it, there's a big box set of it, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Whenever I yeah. hear people talk about it, though, it feels like it's still going. Do you uh, know what I mean the, the, way, yeah. the reverence that people have of it? It's like bloody hell. This story I mean, is very where the film ends. It's only about the halfway mark. Yeah. Yeah. So like it will carry on from there, and there's there's lots of changes, but. So we're going to say volume one then. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I mean, looking at it as I look now on a, an unnamed uh, marketplace, um, I see that <laughs> the, the print length is three hundred and fifty-two pages. The, the dark web of, of the volume, um, but, but most think, of it is not text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's not that's a quick thing. read like some manga, but it's not. Yeah. It's not a really dense read either. Yeah, you know. Um. How much is the first volume? Sorry. Um, if you if you want it, just standard is seventeen pounds seventy seven. As I see. Okay. Okay. On eBay, it's a tenner. Oh, was it? Second hand. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he, loves, he loves a bargain. Well, I'm off to eBay then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think just purely because I, I think, in terms of, um, just being not educated is the, the wrong term, but you know, I it's one I would like to. Mm. You know, just get get context for, and there are some stories that I haven't read, but I won't. I I think Akira, I'm more in line to get something from it than some of the some of the classics, which are well, you know, you know when you have some um, pieces that have, a, you know, you have the comics and then there's a massive amount of prose in the middle. Yeah, I, that that sometimes I can't get into that. My my brain's just sort of like that stops. Well, man, the amount of comics I've absolutely adored, and I just cannot be bothered with the text pages. <laughs> and I've made one. Yeah, because I know Watchmen's got a it's got a whole yeah, yeah. portion, isn't it? Got loads. Yeah. Each yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stop I, when you go read the League of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's got fucking loads in it as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's all like cursive scripts. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a texture well, Mo- Monster had it as well, didn't it? The Barry Windsor Smith book. Yeah, that had uh, that as well, and even that I fucking found boring. Yeah, yeah. I, I struggled with that. I, I read that basically in a day. I was fucking hooked. But when those bits come up, it was like fucking slamming on the brakes. Yeah, but I knew it was integral because it was there in the book. Mm. Like the creator chose to put that. So yeah, wasn't what not a massive fan of stuff like that. Yeah, Morrison did some of that with some Batman comics he wrote as well, and it's like, mm. nah, mate, can't be bothered. Yeah, no, I, I think sometimes, I mean, if you love this, uh, this stuff's great, but this sometimes feels to me a little bit self-serving, a little bit, a little bit too much, you know. 
Well done. Well, I'll read forwards we, we and I'll read. Writer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll read yeah. forwards and I'll read like creating stuff, you know, conversations and interviews in the back of books. But mm. if it's some like short story, I'm like, fuck mm. me. Yeah. 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 To anyone uh, listening to this episode, we would love to know if there's certain like, you know, volumes. It doesn't necessarily need to be a classic book either. It could, you know, it just could be, it could be a graphic novel or a series you like that, are, that have done something like that really well and you want the highlight and perhaps we we should go back and take a look at a certain page or two of of prose um please do let us know um i'm i'm purely thinking I, it's definitely it's a context thing as well for me um because i know either in certain which is it in i think it was a punisher war journal um not war journal um garth ennis there was the okay. back ma- there was the back matter about um the vietnam war wasn't there no, that, okay. That yeah, was a yeah. platoon, but I think it was in what was it Valley Forge? Valley Forge. That's um uh, okay. Born. Yeah. Punisher Born. There's a there's a prose piece in that, isn't there? I I think Yeah. At the yeah. end, yeah. Yeah. I've read um, through that. Yeah. But that's also at the end though, isn't it? It doesn't break up the flow of anything. I can't remember Yeah, he's the with the Derek Roberts there's a bit of back and forth like how, how he drew Frank originally and like uh, it, mm. he drew Frank looking fucking mental from the start and he went, No, no, it's not about someone who's mental and then goes off the rails is about someone who's relatively normal then goes off the rails so you need to kind of tone that down a bit which he did but, it's uh, a bit of, it's almost like if, if you're re- reading a comic and it's like here is a page from Joker's diary while he was in Arkham Asylum I'll get fucked yeah no I don't yeah. That. yeah what do what what purpose does that serve yeah you know what I mean that's I mean, it's a, it's a nice extra to add into things but it's it's not don't break up your story with stuff like that Otherwise, you know, we all love our characters. We all we all love the stuff we create. But don't, if you love a character, don't detract from the main story by uh, trying to do something that's going. We'll send comics. Them. You know, there's that rule like show don't tell. I feel like that's a bit tell, as opposed to show. Yeah. If you're yeah. trying to illustrate kind of Joker being a bit nuts, you would show it in the comic. Don't sort of yeah, stick in a letter man. saying, "Oh, I'm fucking really nuts. Let's kill mm-hmm. Batman, etc." It's just yeah. Could be wrong. Might be done really yeah. well. Yeah. But. So I will. I, I will um, try Akira Volume One. That's what. Yeah, I, there you go. That's what I will. Good try. stuff. Yeah. See, right. I've got these down. So I've actually got a date for these. So I've got the thirteenth of November. It's Ooh. three months time. Ooh. So that's a Sunday. So we get them done for then. Three weeks time. Three months. Three months. Oh, months. okay. You know, you. I know you'll have done by by the time we go to Betty Buys tonight. You'll have read all. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to uh, reread it before we do the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be on volume four by then. See how addictive it is. Yeah. Be, mm-hmm. it? Because it is, yeah. does have that quality, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Shall I do mine? Yeah, go yes, for it. Yeah. Mine's actually a whole um, genre of comics. And I think it's because when I started reading comics sort of early to mid 70s, the. We'd all, you know, Marvel UK had just started. Um, then shortly after that, you got 2000 AD. And stuff like that. So there was plenty for me to read. And I kind of thought that this genre was a bit old and boring and a bit old-fashioned, I suppose. Mm, and mine's right. war comics. Okay. Um, as a kid, there were a lot of war comics about, um, especially, well, in both UK and US comics. So in UK, mm. I, I often say that I think war was kind of our superheroes over here for a period of time. Because you had books yeah. like Battle and Warlord and Commando and Victor and this sort of stuff. And... And you had all that stuff going on about the war, which was 
our comics, you know, humor and that were our comics genres, really. Mm. And then, but in the States, you also had some stuff like Sergeant Rock, Our Fighting Forces, Weird War Tales, GI Combat, Unknown Soldier, Haunted Tank, all the all this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Sar- um, Sergeant Fury and Italian Commandos. And I kind of it used to be, because you only have so much pocket money, you'd end up in, back then, you could buy comics and news agents. You'd be in the news agents and you'd pick the, you know, you'd have, you'd buy the four you could afford. And, um, and then if you went back later in the week, you'd get the four that were left, you know. And mm. it was always the last one to buy would be the war one. And often oh, I would, yeah. you know. Um, and I've since sort of, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't until my 40s. I have to hate to admit this, but it wasn't until I was in my 40s I actually read Charlie's War. Um, God, I was really late to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, really it's a funny late. one, isn't it? Um, and it's that fucking trope of old, old men getting into war. Is a bit, my dad used to fucking watch war films all the time, and I was like, oh, whatever, man. Like, but now, <laughs> I, I did yeah. that a couple of weeks ago. I did like just watching classic war films. Yeah, and it's great. And I was reminded because I I know everyone's going, oh, why didn't you watch that? I hadn't seen uh, Band of Brothers until two weeks ago. I've not seen that, and that's incredible. Okay. I, I, n- I never because everyone goes, oh, you should watch it. I'm always put off when people say that. Yeah, yeah. It just annoys me. You I, know. I think um, I'm cursed you with that fucking nice guys DVD with that curse. Oh yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, high expectations. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's sitting here staring at me. Yeah, I must yeah. watch it. But the I, 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 no, no, a few a few weeks ago it was wrong because we watched it over a period of a couple of months, really. But that that the especially the first four episodes of that, I was just gobsmacked how amazing it was. You know, it mm. does have that. Admit a little bit, of me was thinking we're fucked if we go to war now. Oh, These mate, men, it's, that, that, it's no one put themselves in that. Yeah, um, but it's incredible, and, I, and it got me thinking about sergeant rock i think especially sergeant rock weirdly because a few years ago i i dipped my foot in and read a few and they're not i wish i'd read them earlier because they're not what i expected right um but i never i haven't gone back to it but there's some real when they go to concentration camps mm. they talk about spies you know the treatment of women during war you know there's all this thing goes on and i really do need to go and read 50 comics you know i think read 50 of these war comics, whether it be UK, US, Bondesine. Um We read um, one, we, I think you read it as well, Dan, didn't you? Shigeru Mizuki's book during our manga. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking... and that's you another one. An NIA special month of war, like one from the UK, one from Yeah, it's not a bad show. One from the US. And the problem with UK comics is we could never find them again, could we? That yeah. was always the way, but slowly... They're coming out now through Rebellion. Not everywhere's putting them out, but we talked about that last week. But through stuff like Rebellion and, you know, thingy of British comics, the we're seeing them slowly coming out now. So I think I might give it a go. Um, I got was, kind of put off War Comics. Not put off, but there was like Viz used to take the piss out of War Comics. And I thought yeah. what they took the piss out of was what War Comics were. And they're not. Right. And then we're yeah. like, oh, Suck on this, Fritz, like Daka Daka <laughs> yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, it's not quite like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine there's some good stuff and some not so great stuff, but yeah, you know, and some stuff that perhaps crosses the line with racial stereotypes and stuff yeah, like maybe, that. You yeah, know, but yeah, got, getting shot, got in himmel and all that kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eamon showed me the cover of a comic last week, um, a few weeks ago. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, we can't. Uh, he kept showing it to me in the pub and going, uh-huh. look at this. Yeah, you know, I uh, looked up the other day. Uh, while I was watching these war films I was like why are the fucking American GIs none of them wear their helmets with the straps on I couldn't uh, it kind of got me I, could, I was watching these films they're like none of them got it and I was like that's accurate and I looked it up and it's because during some testing of it 
there was one GI who had his helmet strapped on and there was an explosion near him. And by like a random twist of fate, the updraft caught him in his helmet, twisted, and he broke his neck. All oh, right. And that fucking went like wildfire through the ranks. It got out. And from that oh, point okay. on, no one put their fucking helmet on and secured it because of that fear of that happening. It's like it was a random one-off thing that that happened, but yeah, it permeated the consciousness of like the 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 armed forces, and they didn't. None of them did it. Okay, which fucking thing, seems nuts. Yeah, it does. But, but it's it's little nuggets like that, man, that we're missing out on. You know that we would have found out by reading these comics. Cause, yeah, you'd like you know, to first think, world, yeah. second world, you know, Vietnam, Korean War, this sort of thing. These were covered. Hmm. Um, but I didn't have that benefit of learning history through comics that a lot of kids would have done. Yeah. You know, what kind of stuka that is or, you know, what kind of battleship that is. And, you know, it's interesting stuff. Certainly to an old man like me now. Well, you yeah. think kind of as a country, obviously with the war being such a massive defining aspect of society, would you agree with that? And that yeah. the, the kind of the war comics... Certainly were, that time, wasn't it? Yeah, big, a big thing. And... Uh, obviously, it change, change I, I, I think Ennis is one of the only sort of modern yeah. writers who are still um, pushing the, the yeah. story sort of envelope, and I, I, and I don't mean that in a sense of like, oh yeah, here, you know, let's go for the boys going into war. No, his stuff is usually the, the brutality of war, the, the dark side. Sarah, yeah. for yeah, instance, Sarah I mean, he, is phenomenal. Fucking, it's amazing. You know, with obviously clearly with a lot of research, he, I heard yeah. him say to, when he was on Eamon's show, he said. He thinks Charlie's was the greatest comic ever made. Wow, well, okay. But, so that you can see that's where his heart lies, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think we said this before, but he was talking to someone. It might have been in Sarah, the back matter of that. And they were saying, Oh, my grandfather served in this unit. And he goes, Well, what time was what what was his service? And he gave him the years and he goes, He would have been stationed there at that point. Yeah. With yeah. these people. And yeah. then he they went and went, Yeah, he, he was right. That's where yeah. he was. Which is yeah. fucking amazing to know know that off the top of your head. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So my challenge to myself then is to read fifty war comics. Wow. Okay. Well, okay, three months. Me and Vince got off light. I got one image trade, and he's got a slightly bigger. But in terms of <laughs> 50, fifty war comics, though, what are you gonna go for? I'm gonna spread myself around that. So I'm gonna do some American, some British weeklies. Are you going to? Almost... Are you going to break it down into different conflicts? That could be no, I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be too difficult because obviously there's not that many about Korea mm. or the Falklands. Or they, I mean, there are the odd one about mm. the Falklands on there, but the I think I'm, I, th- I expect them to be mostly WW2. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, be interesting. Like you've you read onward towards unable death, but the the war from the other side, as it were. Yeah, I yeah. mean, is is it? Uh, presumably, there are comics made German comics about the war, and I don't know. German Germany's is. never had a massive comics industry, is it? I don't think it has. That's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I, having been into quite a few German comic shops, I, I, I've not seen get, get results. Yeah, yeah. See what happens. Mm. Good. So we've got our three. So three months. The thirteenth of November. Dan's reading um, volume one of Saga. Vince is reading volume one of Akira, and I'm reading fifty War comics. There you go. Yeah. Nailed down. Tony will do that within a week. I'm going to put that on a post-it note on my computer now. <laughs> it's safe writing on the actual computer, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too mm. much like hard work, that. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So, obviously, that was our sort of little mini list of stuff that we had missed, you know, 
We have shame on us. I mean, I can't believe um, and Tony's read so much he had to pick an entire genre. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, I know. But I do feel, I do feel like I know Kirk. Um, Kirk Spencer was saying to me, "You should read it." You know, and I know he's a big fan of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I will do. I will do. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it'd be interesting with with Yorn as well, like going from like you know, there's the real serious, deep and meaningful ones. There's going to be like just classic adventure adventure ones. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. For, for for every Saving Private Ryan, there's a Kelly's Heroes. Do you know what I mean? Things. Like yeah, or there's an EC comic, or yeah. you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what works and what doesn't. Um, but th- those are obviously um, our particular choices. But we'd love to hear yours. Um, so feel free to message us. But we did actually um, we put a shout out before the show for a couple of uh, choice picks, didn't we, Tony? Yeah, what, I've got. We got a few on the Slack. So just a few. I just don't. I can't think. We've got time to read them all. But first up, we got Matt Bunce. He mentioned a few things. He mentioned Saga actually. Um, he said I would like to read all of uh, Doug Munch's Master of Kung Fu. He's read some. Oh, almost lost me as a friend there, Matt. Um, <laughs> he also said lots of things like Werewolf by Night and Man Wolf again, things I've seen or I'm dimly aware of. Never read Nightfall either. That's one, isn't it? I guess a lot of people probably won't have done. Um, yeah. And um, what else we got? So Jason Night- Garrett. Nightfall was, for me, um, that was one of the classic. Now, I think this could be another another show that so yeah. much was talked about. That when I did finally read it, I just didn't get anything from it. I was like, Oh, really? It's a strange one for people reading it now because it's all different art. Yeah, and it's so nineties um, as well, isn't it? That's yeah. Nightfall. Some bit really is. Nightfall's yeah. the one with the suit of armor, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah it's yeah, where yeah. Azrael comes in yeah. and yeah, yeah, breaks his, he gets his back broken. Broke. And then you got Knight's End and Knight's Quest, yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, that yeah. could have been better written, in my opinion. The okay, yeah. Nightfall. Yeah. It's I, heard I read so much the about new. It. Um, yeah, I read the new Azrael issues. They did especially when the first issue came out last week and. Uh, okay okay uh, yeah um it's, if you were going to yeah. get all the batman villains we're going to like well we're going to take batman down it just sounds it, you, that can be written so well but and done a few just, times yeah, yeah gene gene did one of them yeah um jason garrettly for me it's the work of rumiko takahashi especially Maison ikoku urasai yatsura and ranma and a half okay um, yeah she, she's a fabulous cartoonist and i really enjoyed what little i have read there have been lots of lovely reprint omnibuses released over the last few years, but if you know how it is with manga, once you fall behind, they're almost impossible to find again, which is true. I haven't mm. read any of those, actually. No, um, it's one of, Ranma's one of those ones that's been around. Eclipse did it, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Um, the Buntsmeister, he says also Peter Davis' entire Hulk run. That's, that's a good one. Oh, um, yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Thomas said, up until recently, it was more Swamp Thing, but I've rectified that. Um, Jeff Johns' Green Lantern run had just started when I got back into comics when I was around 21. It was being praised a lot on shows like iFanboy at the time, and I've been meaning to check it out for the past 13 years, but not gotten around to it. Well, that's the story of comics. We're all like that, aren't we? Yeah. You know? yeah. The Bunster's back again. Bunster's back with Enigma. <laughs> there you go. Um, Mr. Russell, Simon Russell. A big thank you to Simon, actually, because he sent me a um, a brilliant um, Atomic Hercules taking the piss out of Slane sketch through <laughs> post so. this week, which I've just shown to Pat, and he loves. Um, <laughs> and he has said Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh, um, yeah, I've not read too much of that, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, what else we got here? Um, Pete Watson, uh, big shout out to the Earth 2 podcast, which I, I very much enjoy, especially when he does ladies' voices. Uh, makes me laugh. <laughs> um, I've got most of Strangers in Paradise, Mage, Love and Rockets, Zot, Grendel, dot, dot, dot. And I only read maybe half a dozen issues between them. So there's all, there's some classics there. I actually think Zot is a forgotten classic. Yes, yeah, good one. I love that book. Grendel Warchild is fucking amazing. Oh, Can't recommend that enough. Yeah. 
I bought myself a Love and Rockets t-shirt this week actually because that's our punk Yay. rock. Um, it's free punk rock. Yeah, thank you. Matt Bunt, the Bunster mentions Fables, uh, and Jordan Thomas says I love Fables. You should read that. Um, Nick Bryan says thanks to Comicsology sales and DC Marvel app, I made a dent in the in the last few years. Starman recently was another big one off the list. That is a brilliant book. Love that James Robinson Starman. Just I've genius. never read that. Very good, man. I think you can get hardbacks fairly okay. easily. It's a it's a classic DC book. Um, uh, I did Peter David's Hulk and X Factor, Sandman, The Whole of Fables, Strangers in Paradise, all of Hellblazer except for the Milligan Run. So he's, he's saying he used Comicsology to rip through a load of stuff. But he says he's got still to do. He's got all four Walking Dead compendiums plus the three criminal deluxe hardbacks. I'd also like to do Mike Carey's Lucifer, which is really good, actually. I hate to say it, but I enjoyed that more than Sandman. Um and Lone Wolf and Cubby says as well. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Another note: I wouldn't mind trying to read all the Spawn through and see if it makes any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading it as when I was younger, and this, this do, doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, occasionally I try and jump back on it, and I'm like, you know, kind of uh, at the start, it seemed like Todd McFarlane was just changing his idea. Mm. Mm. Yeah, oh, have we lost yeah. Dan again? I think we lost Dan again. Yeah, oh, we lost Dan. The heat, Not in our hearts. The, the heat is wobbling Dan's internet something chronic. Yeah, it's just fucking having a meh. Yeah. <laughs> it's always when um, you're at your most passionate, Dan. Yeah. It's 20 past eight every every night. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Perhaps you're haunted. Yeah, ghost in the, in the machine. Mm. Um, so that's what we got from the slackers. That was good of them. Thanks, yeah, guys. The slackers. Good I love stuff that. there. Um, yeah. yeah, so you know, if you can, if you can, um, if you have the chance and if you can afford it, you know, maybe pick up that first issue or that first trade or something of you that you've always well, been let, meaning to read. Let me ask you this then Is there a comic that you haven't read and you don't intend to read? <laughs> oh, oh, God, there's probably so many. Can I say mine? Go on. Got no interest in Transformers whatsoever. Really? I just can't be bothered just don't interest me i don't yeah. know why it just doesn't it's probably very well i can imagine it must be a fucking arsake to draw yeah yeah you know, um but no interest yeah um that's that's that's, that's an interesting one i think if i was going to go uh, yeah I, I know i know what i'd go for Ooh. probably and it's never really interested me ever really anything by crumb okay it's just not yeah. my Crumb is just sort of like just not my bag, and a lot. Of, it's very much you feel a bit dirty after reading Crumb. To be fair, yeah, I don't need that to feel dirty. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually admire his line work. I think it's original, but a lot of the content, I'm like, it leaves me a little bit ooh or cold. Yeah, but some of it, I, I admit, I have enjoyed some of it. I think visually, some of it looks great. Yeah, yeah. you know, you can't deny that that melting face or the keep on trucking and stuff yeah. like that. It yeah. does look good. Yeah. 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 yeah, and and I think there's a lot of uh, some of the the sort of early independent stuff just wasn't just wasn't my bag. But that's because like when when all of that was happening, or there was articles about it or things like that, my headspace was being formed by the Marvel and the DC. Do you know what I mean? It's is a very yeah very different flavor. But I find I find I go through phases with reading things where I get really excited about a certain area of comics, and then I'll go back to another area. Like for the last two weeks, I've just been reading a trade a day of Star Trek comics, mm, yeah. and I've really enjoyed that. And then when I was in, um, are, they, are, they, are these um, a mix of modern and old, or are they? Are yeah, no, a real mix. Yeah, yeah, everything from the original Gold Key stuff through to the DC and Marvel stuff through to the 
the new IDW stuff. There's, there's, it's a mixed bag. Star Trek yeah, I was about to say. Well, a, well, I mean, like, it's a dirty like alleyway of bollocks, like, but yeah, like the series itself, isn't it? Um, uh, you know, there's um, obviously Strange New Worlds is loved uh, b- oh, by so the world, good. but some of the other stuff, not, not so. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have wiped my ass with some discussion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. some of the the re- more recent stuff. But yeah, yeah um, Strange New Worlds. That's what got me, man. That's what got me back into it. And really? little things that will fi- fires you up, like when we were in um, Toronto and uh, Charlotte, the access we had to underground comics and you know indie comics that we'd never seen before, really mm. fired up my interest back in that area of stuff. And I bought a load of stuff from that. Like, yeah. re- and it's really experimental. And, and for about a month, I was just bang. I was all over that. You know. Yeah. So you can jump about. It's only it's only a medium, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like being into horror films and being into musicals. Oh yeah, you know, totally. That kind totally. of you know. I tell yeah. you, I mean, because I know how much of a Star Trek fan you are. Yeah. Um, and you know, just that whole Star Trek, June, and you know, all of that sort of sci-fi. Yeah. And, and you're very you're very literate with it as well. I would love to see you like try like a. And when I say it's like like a, like a genuine take, not necessarily on a Star Trek title, but. You know, create your like own space opera. Kind create, of thing. create your own space opera, like sort of thing. You know, about a ship and a, and a crew, and, and so, it's oh, such that's... a lovely little playground, isn't it? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah and it's... it can be a it can be a playground. What I love about Star Trek, you know, it's such a playground for positivity. Yeah, you know, like the Orville. The Orville's as, as well. You, can, I yeah. just started watching season three of that. Um, but yeah, that's another sort of thing like that. Yeah, and there's a lot of it like that, isn't there? Lex, yeah. for example, Stargate. You know, it's all this sort of. Yeah, I mean the thing. The on. thing is, I mean, when the Orville came out, I know Strange New Worlds is out, but before the Strange New Worlds, I think the Orville was the only one doing Star Trek. It was. When, it when really it, was. Yeah, it was um, what held my heart open yeah. for a while. Yeah, but I would love yeah. to. I would love to see you like because let's, let's face it, we see a lot. Of, there's a lot of space opera in comics. There's a lot of, you know, and they're, they're always these guys are space pirates or they're Guardians of the Galaxy or this that or the other. Yeah, there's, that's there's true. not there's not so much of like just. Good people just trying to, you know, do, doing the Star Trek good stuff. model, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I think you know, it could be a challenge for you, Tony, to to do something like that. Yeah, I, know, I just find it difficult not to, to be that positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What's that book you're into? It would integrate into that, wouldn't it? What's that? Out, one? Of, out, darkness. out of darkness, yeah, yeah. And that was, yeah, and that was one of those, you know, taking. No, no, not out of darkness. What was the one about um, shagging in space? Written by that woman oh, who was all over money shot, money shot. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, the one I was yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Out of darkness. <laughs> that's what you was into. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty boy. Yeah, money shot's a great series actually. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's um, see, I knew that this topic would go off in, in all kinds of. We did. I think you dropped out there, Dan. But we. I posed the question: Is there a comic series that you haven't read and you can't be fucking bothered? Yeah. Yeah, I said well, Transformers. I've got an interest, and I, I I picked out Crumb comics. Yeah, <clears throat> what would Dan? Yeah, I've read a lot. I've read Crumb and I've read Transformers. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Is there anything you would you just? He just does, he just leaves you cold, man. Not, yeah, yeah, it's like a whole little area. It just leaves you cold. Man, nothing that immediately springs to mind. If I'm honest, okay. Uh, I'm sure, given like. I come across something and think, "Oh God, no, no, no interest in reading." What about? I mean, stuff. Sandman. Have you read Sandman? No, no. I, I think I've read the odd issue that I've been given, but I was just. Did you rush in to read it, or? No, not really. I kind of. That's why I've not really kind of jumped on the TV series. I've, like, I, I yeah. don't really have a frame of reference. Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, I mean, I, I actually recognise it's a comic series. It just, just one didn't do it for me. I read it and read it once, and that's it. You know, mm. 
almost felt like I, I had to read it because I had to read it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But nothing kind of puts me off more than that. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I think some some series, obviously, they're constantly in print because people are talking about them. But you know, yeah. well, when they when they reach those Guardian lists of like, here are some of the greatest graphic mm. novels ever, blah blah blah. A lot of those like yeah, they're very dry. Um, and and like I say, as soon as I feel like I'm being pressured, like I'm not reading comics properly, if I'm not reading these. No, I don't like this being pressured into reading it. That's why probably yeah. I, yeah. Did, I didn't read a lot. Of, I did not read Watchmen for a very, very, very long time. But yeah, yeah, I sort of inherently distrust everyone, yeah. and I mostly <laughs> think that people are idiots. Yeah. So if if we, someone I mean, says I mean, to me, that's just the episode in a nutshell. But if someone says to me, "Oh, you'd love this," it's so you, I think no, I'm never reading that. I always <laughs> that always makes me think. Uh, uh, is that how you gauge my character? Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's from someone you think is a fucking idiot. It says a I mean? lot about them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. It could be yeah. the best comic in the world, but because they're, they've recommended it. It's tainted. <laughs> yeah. Because if you read it and it was fucking amazing, they would always own that discovery to that person, which it's you didn't like, really like. You you know yourself as a person, don't you? But sometimes, like you know, when you joke with people with the humour, and then they say something like, oh, you should check this out because you like it. And, and you... You think, what? That's yeah. What do you think I am? <laughs> and the, the opposite, the opposite works for me as well. Yeah. The, the the so I had. I remember one one person said to me, "I should read this," and I read it, and I said I didn't enjoy it for this reason. And the person said, "Oh, you probably didn't understand it," and it Ooh. almost oh. taints the whole comic to me because yeah. this fucking bellend thinks that I didn't understand it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I didn't. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky that if you ever had that when someone says, Oh, listen to this song, you'll fucking love it and it's yeah. like yeah. Get, yeah. Get, does nothing for me. But yeah. for them it's yeah. fucking amazing. But yeah. it's just that's what it is. Yeah. To I, say, I, Oh, you don't understand it is it, yeah, that, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's almost defensive, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like, mm. like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's totally it's it is one of those <laughs> it's completely defensive and offensive in some ways. Because like, oh you, you you don't understand it. Because you're not clever enough to understand it, almost like you think, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, mate. Yeah, you know, the, the, the create. If yeah. any creators are creating something that's like, well, if they don't like it, they clearly don't understand it. You're probably a bell end, uh, because some, yeah, some people yeah. will just not get your books. They just won't. It doesn't matter whether you do a humor book. It's just a taste thing. It's just yeah. a taste it's all thing. subjective. Yeah, yeah, and you just got to be like, well, thank you for checking it out, and uh, you know, not your thing. Yeah, you know. Your thing, fair yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's implicitly like fucking badly handled you know and mm. the spelling was all wrong then say it but you know this was a person who oh, was it's badly made fairly, it's badly made yeah, isn't it it's yeah. a person who was fairly fairly you know fairly well known for making comics and I said oh I didn't really like this and didn't get this and didn't like this and you know it, you know that's not an answer is it yeah yeah yeah. just made me want to kill them <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but Tony's not one for extreme reactions um, no or... <laughs> why do you say that <laughs> no, 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 no reason. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say, in the Goodfellas, that is this show. He's the Pesci. <laughs> da- that made you De Niro. Yeah, and you're Leota. You know yeah. you're Leota. <laughs> yeah. Is this your pen? Yeah. <laughs> I have felt myself doing that. Dan likes doing that thing, doesn't he? That De Niro gif where he's wagging his finger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do that a lot, Dan. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh dear. 
Anyway, um, do we have anything? Else? Was there anything? Else? Have we got a couple more questions, or are we just? Well, the other we, thing we were going to talk about was the um, computer-generated art. Oh yeah, yes. when you brought I've, it up, I think we both sort of collectively slapped our foreheads and said we didn't read the fucking JWC thing. On yeah, Comic I've Gas. still got my list to read, but I don't. I feel like I don't. I only have one thing I'll say about it, and I feel like I don't understand it from a technical point of view. But my my thought on it probably shouldn't be connected to that because I. Uh, I don't think I like it because it doesn't have a human aspect. Fair enough. I believe art is implicitly a creative process that comes from us, you know, as human beings. Um, Unless you're an alien, I would read, I would watch porno from an alien. But the, I don't, I don't feel like if it's just sort of generated by a computer, it doesn't have that extra quality to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I wanted to say about it. But how it's created. What I don't even understand what code is. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't you know could, what it means. Yeah. Some would argue like the the kind of the thought process you come to and the computer coming to a machine going through an algorithm that they can be comparable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I do see what you mean. I'm not saying there's any kind of magic in it or anything. No, 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 no. You know, but I just kind of think we're such complicated beasts and emotions and love and. Uh, and you know this sort of thing the point i was raising i think uh jwc kind of uh gave me an excellent rebuke saying that's not the case but i I was thinking that the only way this ai can generate imagery is because it's pulling from other imagery to reference what it creates Uh, yeah it's like an amalgamation of stuff so without that stuff to draw on it can't yeah create something's own i want to tread carefully here because jwc was not in any way just promoting her comic because no, she's, not, totally she's seriously on, not yeah. like that but she no. she said um she talks about it in her comic called creating the code chapter it's chapter two which is on yeah. the comic house which we've all promised we must read this week we just haven't got around to it but I, i'm re- i want to read that because i think i need to educate myself she's yes. obviously um a very clever person jwc so i want to see what she has to say i mean that. i can understand the concerns of some people like if you're you're uh, an art editor and you've got to get a, a, a bit of art for an article and you could pay, like, go onto a Shutterstock or something, or you can hire an artist, which is going to be a lot more expensive. So, fuck it, just plug it into an AI generator yeah. a couple of times. Oh, there's an image. It looks a bit weird with this run with that. Yeah. And you don't have to pay anyone. Dave McKean's got a book called Out, which apparently created in a week or 48 hours or something called Prompt, which is about this very thing. Mm. Um, he's quite, I think he's quite sort of computer literate, or he's trying to mm. be Dave McKean, and he's created this book. Unfortunately, it's one of those books that was a limited edition from a specialist okay. publisher and yeah, stuff. I'm hoping yeah. they're going to really release it because I think it's sold out. But If you want to I mean, know more about this, like, I mean, our, our pal JWC, uh, it's called Creating with Code, a fun exploration of computer-generated image, images and machine learning. Uh, because like everything, we just need to be more informed. It's fair enough to have yeah, yeah. an opinion, but let's get information about it. Um, and mm. one information an I will say, opinion. JWC, I will say this, she's a doctor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, you're the doc now. So uh, <laughs> yes. DJWC. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor JWC. It, yeah, um, it's a fascinating subject. I kind of yeah, yeah. I, I, I should really rectify that and read that. I kind of kicked myself the moment you said it to you that I, I was a fuck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we kept meaning to, didn't we? It's just one of those things slipped our minds, but we'll uh, get. But I will get to it. Yeah. 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 So. Um, Yes, First so computer any comic coming up. Yeah. The thing is, with a lot of like 
especially with this sort of topic there are a lot of doomsayers there's a lot of people who extol stuff but it, like, like we say it's just about being informed um, you know comics are going to still be there in, in all their forms and all their wonderful flavours and styles um, and do what's best for you but I mean, but, I, mean I mean the computer generated yeah. stuff that that I won't read is just if you're just depending on poser yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was putting or in stupid photographs. That yeah. Dolly too, where I was putting in stupid shit, shit like uh, Ian Beale synthwave. So <laughs> oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's great for a good laugh in the yeah. office. Or, but, uh, or uh, I mean, these things, these things will be stored and come back to haunt our dreams. I was wondering if we like we were doing like a massive amounts of work for them because just by generating all this stuff and uh, are we giving we're, them? We're becoming data? part of the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting yeah. it has to have a human aspect to it mm. that's all it is that's and i think i think the nature of art is going to change and the nature of comics yeah. is going to change we have to accept that it's it's stopped being about mm. pen you know or it's beginning to stop being about pencil on paper mm. um, no doubt. Yeah, even just that you yeah. know it's going to move on it's got to be about stories narrative it's got to be so if, something that yeah. engages you Otherwise, but the the art of it is to me it has to come from the human still yeah. the art and I don't yeah. specifically mean that about the what's on the page there has to be something yeah. there has to be an energy and a spirit and a you know it's not been met you know yeah. been surely fancy. surely there's yeah. something that all all of us here on this show and you people listening at home there's there's bound to be a book that you've gone oh wow well I don't normally like that kind of stuff but it was written so well it was created so it's well, communicating but, to yeah. me yeah, yeah. trouble yeah. is once if you was, off the page he was given a book and he was unaware of the artist was. It was this was generated by an algorithm, and he was like, "I really enjoyed that. Really, I kind of really connected, really to that connected book. to it, yeah." And then it was revealed that was this was all just generated from like a thousand Mills and Boons books. I'd or smash something, you know the place I mean? up. He was yeah. like, "Oh fuck!" And smash everyone up. <laughs> but would you? Well, but are you doing that? Just that? I mean, that's obviously a ridiculous um, response that Tony <laughs> yeah. said. But let's take that into context. Would you do that <laughs> because you've because you found would you feel like you've been deceived to me that's or is, the, or is it the way you, you the way you feel about how you felt about the book because it doesn't yeah, that's, you still had you a reaction to it so now no, I feel like I've been lied to, to your, yeah, you, yeah. You're, you're reacting to your reaction in some kind of way aren't you it's like when a stripper tells you she loves you that's what happens that's how I'd feel about it you know what I mean yeah yeah. Right. So, do we have any shout outs? <laughs> oh, just just quickly, if you are a comics artist, then this is coming your way. Consider maybe taking up plumbing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we have got some shout outs. Yeah. I'm surprised we none of us mentioned Skynet or Terminator there, which is pretty yeah. good. And you know, we didn't mention having sex with robots. We did. I'm yeah. proud of you, boys. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. We've but, uh, but, shelved but, that. But by mentioning, them, thinking we, about it, we Dan's have thinking. literally mentioned them. Uh, and Dan's thinking, still thinking. You can hear it happening. Sex can't you? robots are coming. <laughs> Literally. What? I was about to say, are they? <laughs> I wonder if you could watch two robots having sex now. I bet you can somewhere. Can't yeah, you? of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine. Um, Put a mirror on my it? bedroom wall. Hey. I've got. I've got some shout outs. So. Um, Bam is coming our way yes. on the 22nd of October. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I got contacted this week by Joseph Simons. Um, we'll, be chat- uh, we'll be chatting about other guests, but he's going to be there. Uh, he's got a table. He said, if there's anyone out there who fancies experiencing an almost forgotten format, and, and he'll be there with a... And he'll be bringing Golden Age comics on microfiche for you to look at. Fuck me. Wow. 
how weird is that? It's yeah. a fun thing to do mm. when you're there. So you'll be able to scan through a load of old Golden Age comics to store, you know, the old microchip. You guys don't remember them, but you used to be able to go to the library and look stuff up on them and things oh, like that. I remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, possibly a future guest, maybe next week. Uh, Stephen Ingram's opening a much-needed UK small press distributor distributing comics from the States and Canada. Follow along for the progress on this at Twitter on Third Bear Press. Um, B-E-A-R, Third Bear Press. Uh, I think it's the same on Instagram as well. Much needed. We were having a discussion about it earlier, and we will be discussing it possibly next week with him. But the um, we really need to find a way to get these comics cheaply from America because it's killing us. Hmm. Um, get yourself along to Bridlington Comic Con on the 4th of September at Bridlington Spa. I booked my room in the hotel opposite, which looks really dodgy. Um not, no disrespect to Bridlington, I'm sure it's a fun town. Um, not only will there be a wealth of small press comics creators there, Andrew Hempel was very kindly given tables for free to small press creators, and I've, I've, I've bitten his hand off around that. Um, there's a comics art exhibition of the amazing British comics creator John Cooper. I don't know if, if any, everyone should know about John. He was an early dread and 2080 artist, um, and he's, he hails from the area. Um, he also did a lot of other UK weeklies, and there's going to be. He sadly passed away, but his wife is bringing along some of the original pages, which they're going to exhibit there, which is going to be brilliant to see. Really excited by that. Um, I've got two slightly longer ones, um, but um, oh, shout out to Kirk, who isn't very well. Kirk Spencer, he hasn't been hey, very well. Kirk. So a little oh, shout out to Kirk. Hope you're better, better. Yeah, um, I've got two slightly longer ones, but did you want to do yours, guys? Or uh, we've mentioned the brew good as beer and comics and podcast anthology comic already haven't we or, i don't think we have mate no oh well there's me mentioning it now yeah the Brugger has put together a showcase of comic talents to celebrate this year's scottish comic book day uh that could do with a little bit of help uh great bunch of guys go check that out uh, well i actually got that through to read this week oh there you go um it's a real mix of different styles techniques and genres there's like some high action twists historical adventure stories in there some horror and there's at least one story that combines the two things of pickles and the sat- satirizing 90s image superhero comics, which was ideal. That That's what great. you need in a comic. Yeah. Yeah. Go back on Kickstarter. The boys are doing the right thing. They run a they run a um a podcast video thing on YouTube, but they're on Facebook, but they're also putting their money where their mouth is and making some comics mm. um as well. So, so go back to that. There you go. I've got a fistful of pain, kung mm. fu sci-fi dragon die cart <laughs> hardcover. Uh Large format one-shot graphic novella about vengeance, dragons, and sibling rivalry from award-winning Ryan K. Lindsay and uh, Louis Joyce. And you can uh, check that out on Kickstarter now. Uh, it doesn't I think say it's a, it's a sign-up page, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's one of those yeah. notify yeah, me on launch that. pages. But, yeah. So yeah. I've no, I put notify me on launch because they're like, That's like what I've done. At. Yeah, yeah, it looks ace. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really good. Right, Ryan knows what he's doing when it comes to Kickstarters as well. Mm. So, um, past yeah. guest, he gave us some top past tips. Guest, friend of the he show, he did. Still ones we mentioned, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we should yeah. get back on, shouldn't we? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I've got one more. Should I do mine? Yes. Uh, Shaman Kane issue eight. What awaits on Sigma nine five eight? Um, brought to you by the one man comics machine that is Dave Brown and my buddy. Um, I've collaborated with Dave in the past, and, uh, and we had a real chuckle, great experience. The eighth issue of the series finds our hero Shaman Kane stumble into a desert town under siege from alien attack beasts. They are scaled, incredibly hard to kill, and there's also something else going on with them, which I won't spoil. Um, there's also another backup story in there. It's 44 pages, full colour, um, recommended for mature readers. It goes on sale on the 20th of August. It's £6 plus postage and packing. I think it's £9 and all. You can buy a copy by going to PayPal, 
and sending the money to D Broughton, B R O U G H T O N, D Broughton at hotmail.co.uk. 79 quid, and they'll send you the comic. And it's well worth it, actually. It looks great. Um, eight issues in a small press title is doing well. Yeah, not many people reach that, do they? And this is no, always yeah. of a great standard. Um, with a, it's got a little, if you're into 2000 AD, you're going to love this, I think. It's got that sort of sci fi, even a sort of image sci fi series. It's got that little feel to it. And Dave's color work, I have to say, really stepped up. Looks really good. Oh, yeah. fantastic. And um, there's a few pages in the back that talk about the design of these creatures, which um, are great. Really good. Yeah. That's my last one. Nice. My one was going to be Bam, but Tony stole that. And I'll oh, be sorry, there. babes. And I'll yeah. be there. If you want to <laughs> I'll buy be some, there. If you want to buy some of my tut, buy it. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be a great day, though. Right. We're going out to go clubbing afterwards, roll a disco. Um, yes. We can't mean you just because it wasn't when we went at it before. It was like the winter thing, wasn't it? Yeah, winter market, and there was yeah. it was really busy. And me and you just sat in a fish and chip shop. Um, Tony, we'll we tell, look, we'll tell everyone this story of a raucous evening and what what <laughs> happened. But we'll do that, yeah. So no one will ever find out what really happened and how we really enjoyed those cocos. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, bag of chips because we're old men. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, do we have any recommendations? Of course we do. Yes, I've got two. So do you want to um, start us off, Tony? Okay, so my first one is a comic called Sprawl, written by Felix Cheong. Um, he's a writer and a poet from Singapore. Art by Arif Rahman. Um, it's published by Marshall Cavendish Editions, 1995. Uh, Felix was kind enough to send it to me, actually. Just got a sort of digital copy through from him. Um, it gets a Sin City cited reference, I think, often, in if you look at the reviews or what people say about it. And it's probably, to me, an easy go-to because of the style of comic. It's black and white art, and it uses, um, a, it's got a use of single colour. Um, to me, it's not a bad touchstone if you're thinking about buying it. Um, the art is more straightforward than um, the goats, than Frank's work in it. Less heavy, less heavy metal, I would say, than in, a, in less metal, if you see what I mean. It's, but this is, it's a hard-boiled noir detective fiction um, the detective is a guy called Jack Lee. Oh, his assistant is called Jack Lee, and a girl with a mysterious past. Uh, so it's got that noir setting. Stories are um, these three stories intersect at a murder scene of a twenty-year-old murder where the victim has turned up again. So it's like it's, there's a genuine sort of mystery at the heart of it. Um, the cover's interesting, but it's got. I think when you create a cover, there's this theory, isn't it, where your eyes fall? Do you know this thing, guys, where your eyes are automatically yeah, what, drawn, what drawn to? Yeah, yeah, and it's almost there's almost an area on a cover which is almost you know if you draw lines from each corner you you can almost that's where your eyes mm. fall, and it's slightly I think this cover works not brilliantly because it's slightly off. Your eyes fall on this big block of very bright red color he uses on the cover, which is the hair of the girl um, who's being sort of cradled by the detective. Um, I um, in, interestingly always remember to send the cover when you send the PDF because it didn't come through this. I had to Google it. Um, so it might not be the, the finished cover that I saw. Um, but it was good. Um, it has a a good storytelling vibe, which I'm all for, and it, it's consistent um, throughout it. Um, another difference between this and Sin City, uh, this is much more of a um, poetic, more of a poetic noirish style than the just a straight hard bit noirish style you see in Sin City. It makes for... Um, very strange brew actually um and i became more and more fond of it as it as it progressed you just give it some time there's order in the sprawl no matter how silent or small is one line so example, that gives you that sort of because the guy's a poet as well so it gives you that little taste of it which i like that sort of thing it's written there's a rhythm to it um it's 
um the and strangely this poet poetry gives it a strange feel it's not quite what you expect from a noir book in it but it gives it this extra dimension and i did really ultimately enjoy it quite a bit um it caught me out about halfway through and i thought oh i was kind of reading it reading it oh, i'm digging this now i'm getting into it so give it a chance as you read it um and it uses all the, the non it, there's there's some interesting non sequitur move between scenes as well which i thought was interesting um and it does resonate at a slightly different frequency than what we're normally used to. Um, the art looks reasonably simple, but it uses some interesting splash pages that are almost homage. Um, what are those movie posters where they strip away everything other than the single image of the movie? You know, you're not if it was the movie Hook, you'd just get a picture of a hook. Oh, uh, yeah, I know the ones. Um, uh, I, I can't recall the, the, the name of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he uses that strong single central image in a lot of the splash pages. They're not overly noodled which is quite interesting. Um, it came out on the 1st of July nine, uh, of 2022. But if you go to Felix Chong, F-E-L-I-X-C-H-E-O-N-G, felixchong.net, you can find a copy of it. Um, thanks to him for sending it through. It, was, it made a really different... I'm a fan of poetry, weirdly, and I'm a fan of comics. And this kind of... There, there was a feel of combining it here. And it's called Sprawl. There you go. It's my first one. Nice one. I missed a, a recommend in the uh, recommend section. So I'm going to quickly get it. Tony, you your a, a shout out in the shout out. Yeah, shout out your fucking uh, podcast with Stuart Mulrain on uh, Out for Justice as a gal. <laughs> oh man, I was cracking up. It was absolutely golden. So, uh, mate, Stuart Mulrain's done uh, on the M Why Not podcast. He's done a Summer of Action specials. It's closing this week with uh, Face Off with uh, Rachel Lee Carter. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. Yeah, so that'd be a good one. And yeah. Tony did Out for Justice. Best film I've made. Best. Uh, I'm going to have to re-watch that one now because, yeah, I've, I've, maybe I've overlooked that one because it sounded fucking amazing. And then I wasn't I did... quite sure how Stuart took it when I said, look, if there was um, a Mount Rushmore of actors for me, Stephen Scow would be two of the yeah. faces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That uh, I did Cobra. Did you yeah, do one, V? Classic. you get a chance to do one? I haven't done one there this uh, time, man. Uh, for a while. Next what? time. Next time. Don't Stuart. Huff at, don't huff at me like no, that. No, I'm next, huffing at Stuart. Next time, baby. On. Next time it's Tango and Cash all the way. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's been covered. No, it hasn't. Claudia <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Christian. Because there's two things I like in this world. Cash and Apple Tango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Shall I go on to my recommendation? Go for it, please. Go for That'd it. be lovely. From <laughs> Altruist, Altruist Comics. Uh, I fucked that up. Uh, I, I read, uh, <laughs> as part of their small press day, they were giving away two of their comics, which I thought was absolutely a great idea. And yeah. on the, the Twitter account, you either liked for one and you retweeted for the other. And I liked the one called Bullet and that they sent me a copy of it. Okay. And uh, this is a synopsis for Bullet. Bullet is a Silver Age-inspired superhero romance. After college student Dale D'Souza suddenly develops super speed, he splits his time between fighting villains and courting one of the researchers, helping him to find out more about his powers. With this combination of thrilling adventure and budding romance, Bullet should uh, equally appeal to everyone from middle-aged fans of classic superheroes to teenage readers of shoujo manga. Uh, story by Randy Stone and Jordan Alascala. Uh, art, by, art and colour by Kath Lobo. And letters by Lucas Gattoni. Yeah, the, the the art style in this, I'd recommend. It's kind of equidistant between the old superhero style and like more mangaish stuff that you might see on like webtoons. Okay. It's, it's really accomplished, really well done. Uh, I was very impressed. There's 
there's a lot of perspective shots of the city that were like fucking hell i can really appreciate the the kind of the the craftsmanship and the the, the skill gone into this uh story-wise it's reminiscent of richard carrington's limits and i'm not sure if you guys have read that but no. it's no. where that's kind of like the ending to that is quite down mm. this is a similar tale but more uh a more upbeat ending uh, essentially this guy gets superpowers uh at super speed there's no origin explained but he has it and then over the years you see him using these powers and the kind of the the way it plays out but it kind of sets up the story a certain way and you think okay this is what it's gonna be about and then the last page is a bit of a bloody hell i didn't see that coming uh i really enjoyed it i thought it was a cracking comic really fun fun one and done comic oh, so cool. uh, if you go to uh alterist comics.com a-l-t-r-u-i-s-t comics.com uh, you can find the, the selection of titles there which they've got uh, five titles bullet P- crime pays death in comics and the sensational swamp so nice. go check them out nice see a nice upcoming company sort of putting their money where their mouth is putting out yeah, comics exactly yeah get on with it yeah yeah um, that's great as well that that sort of like, like and you get one comic retweet you get man I, I wish I'd have thought of that yeah it's a great idea yeah, just, and it also it just helps put the good the good word out in a really positive way, isn't it? Really, mm. yeah. Win win. <laughs> yes. Speaking about um, positive, talking about comics, my recommendation is less a book. It's not a podcast. It's a YouTube channel by uh, mm. one of our former guests, Comics by Perch. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. highly I highly recommend this. Um, I've been um, watching a few of them. Watching slash listening. They're, they're mainly an audio medium. Um, they're almost like mini podcasts in in a way. Um, yeah, it's easy, no need to watch it. Yeah, you can just have it in your ears. Yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. visual thing. Is easy, there? Easily digestible, and unless he's specifically talking about a certain page or a certain design or something like that, um, they're very well thought out. Sort of um, just musings on the industry. Um, these, these can be about the ups and the downs of the industry. He's got interviews with with creators such as uh, we did Mark Miller recently. There's Dan Panosian. There's lots of you know lots of creators. That he's Sean Ward Murphy, I think he has back a yeah. few times, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and but each one, I mean, it's it's interesting. Sort of when you look at the whole page, seeing which ones have got more views than others, um, which is always fascinating with um, our podcast, anyway. But I it's because you don't have to watch all of them but if you if you, but you can pick and choose what you want to what he talks about and it's always fascinating whether it be like the industry itself and sometimes there's been how people react to him reacting about the industry yeah um but what like one of the ones that um and they're always unlike this show um always informed <laughs> um <laughs> but but <laughs> one of the, the about Valiant Entertainment being in trouble. Oh, I saw this one. Yeah, yeah. have you watched yeah. that one? I think so. Yeah. yeah, which I think we were talking about it. It's, it's really pissed me off. I love yeah. Valiant. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's 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 great content all the way through. Um, and I just highly recommend it. Like because the way he, I think um, Perch. Does he work? Uh, he has a comic book store, doesn't he? I th- I think yeah, I think he's either about he has had or he's about to open another one. Or yeah. is, is that right? Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the thing if- about Valiant Man, I tell you, I don't know if I, I shared this with you, but when I was in um, Heroes, I bumped into Dinesh Jamazani, um, who I'd met once before in New York, hmm. and I just sort of 
he was he was with a couple of the guys he he was round, going around with the whole weekend and i said oh sorry just to interrupt so i'd say hello again and and he said oh hello and i said look can you go back to valiant please <laughs> because it's gone to shit yes yeah. you know and he's he literally said to me i really wish i could and any he, any he meant it really really meant yeah it, you yeah. know he's got, a massive comics fan he got well. it got bought to get strip mined didn't it yeah That's, for ip yeah, yeah. And um, that that night was the big auction. So they have a big auction. For, I think it helps raise money for the next year or so. I can't remember mm. what it is now. Um, but it, there was like a piece being bidded on. I can't remember which it was. And um, it was like 1,200, 1,300. And he just put his hand up and said, five grand. Oh, like that. And know. everyone just fucking cheered. Well, ball and, like, and they just said, it's yours now, yeah. boy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, what a dude. Yeah. yeah. And the nicest dude was there. And that Z from... Um, um, who did Sarah? You know that comic company. Um, oh, and he was T- there as well. TKO. TKO. Yeah, yes, TKO. He yeah. was there as well. I said hello to him. He was there, wandering around that auction as well. Oh so man, what's that guy's name? Z Z Z T Z E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's um, there was a people. There was a few people with a few quid in that room. I can tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got I got a bidding number, and I thought, fucking hell, I'm gonna have to hide this because I don't put it in there. And then I had to hide it in my pocket because. Um, Cliff and uh, Adam kept trying to nick it off me to wave yeah, in the air. Yeah, you know, classic. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, circling back to Perch, one of the things I like about him, he's able to put his finger and express the opinion that I have, but don't have the ability to express it quite as well as he does. Mm. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Like you're taking a topic and it's like, yeah, that's you kind of correlated the thoughts yeah. that I have on it, and he, he presented it in a way that's like, yeah, that's spot on yeah. yeah and i'm glad um because he's a sensible dude he's like us he's not aligned with any of the fucking nonsense yeah you know and i it was nice to see that um mark miller did us and he did him as well he, he yeah. guessed with him as well didn't he and yeah. I, I like that yeah because i find him very like-minded mm. yeah as uh, miller is i think so yeah so and and it's sort mm. of it's certainly his channel is more of a comics news thing rather than this show um, yeah, it'll be the valiant stuff. Um, looking at looking at the pages, why does Image stick with the direct market? You know, will mm. Discovery sell DC? There's lots of things going on, but it's it's just a great. If you haven't checked any any of those videos out yet, just do because you know there, there's a plethora. I mean, we were, I mean, I can't remember how many months ago um, Perch was on the show now. Of course, but, uh, yeah. About six months ago, at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six, six months. He said then, he'd love to come back on, so yeah, uh, maybe yeah, should, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I I think um it's it's great to check out as well. I'm very, I love a well informed opinion because certainly if you go on the internet or YouTube, there's a lot of people just fucking ranting about stuff. Oh, never. And people <laughs> just making making content for making content and, lot, and advertising and, revenue. Yeah, yeah and yeah. a lot of them are like, oh, get stuffed with your like, over the top, sometimes bloody hateful opinions. I want someone who actually loves comics and actually thinks about it mm. and wants yeah. wants comics to do well. And uh, yeah, do you know what puts me off is I like people who just talk about it, and we're fucking awful for this as well. We're the the opposite of helpful. But I like these people. They spend they rant about something, and then you get asked, "Can you go to my Red Bubble store and buy?" Something? You know, yeah. you're like, "Oh fuck yeah. off!" I mean, we yeah. barely even say whether we've got comics out there these yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We should really amend. We should really do. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. we all got yeah, fucking buy, our, buy, buy to sell. our stuff. Buy our stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tony. Yeah. So, Tony, what was your take us home? 
My final one is one I read this morning over breakfast before I walked into the comic mart, and it was um, Cold Iron, issue one to four. It's a mini-series written by Andy Diggle, illustrated by Nick Brokenshire, our buddy, and they're both co-creators on it, actually. Coloured by Triona Farrell. Uh, really nicely coloured, actually. Lettered by Simon, Simon Boland. I think, I don't know if you know this, but I think Simon Boland letters everything. Um, <laughs> designed by Tom designed by Tom Mueller, uh, and it's a Comicsology original. It's a mini-series, but I'm hoping, I had a little conversation with Nick about it earlier, I'm hoping there's more. I think... I don't know. I don't think I, I can say what I'm going to say about that. But um, and I hadn't seen anything from Andy Diggle for a while, actually. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I was just in the wrong circles, but I can't think of anything at the moment. Um, it's a modern horror fantasy that begins um, when the veil is breached between a fantastical Celtic world um, and creatures come over to the modern world, our world. But it's set on the Isle of Man, um, so it's got a real. I've never been to the Isle of Man. Have you been there, guys? No, 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 never. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's like a bit of a centre for, I don't know, fucking ley lines or something like that. But it's, there's obviously some folk horror that you can tell Diggle's done his research on the island. I don't think he's from there, maybe. But the lead of the story is a girl called Kay. She's a 20-something folk singer, and she's sort of stuck in a rut. She's She's got an on-off boyfriend who's called Rory, and Rory's on her. He's always... he's. I have a theory that will come out of this in a second, but he's already on about uh, forget this guitar playing and take up a job in the chip shop because you'll actually make some money. And she doesn't want to stay there. She She's talking to her gran about possibly going to London. But there's something more about her gran as well. You begin to realise that there's a touch of the witch about her gran, and you don't know whether that's carried through to her. Then one night, she's around her gran's house and sort of playing a guitar for her gran, and there's a phone call from Rory, and he says, look, I need picking up from this party. And she's had a drink, but she doesn't. So he gets talked into going and picking him up in the Land Rover. Um, but on the way there, she swerves to avoid this sort of girl in a white dress who's in the road crashes the car over a bridge into the water gets out to find the young girl um but who we we find out it's called mona um but the girl is um definitely strange there's something weird about it she's she's sort of rambling about being there she doesn't really understand what a road is and stuff like that and then they're confronted by this massive it's a funny bit actually where she says oh what was that in the bushes and she looks at and there's this black goat looking at her and you know goats have got weird oh you see goats every day don't you V oh all the time yeah 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 I'm surrounded by them (laughs) and this goat's got weird eyes and she says oh it's alright it's only a goat and then the goat starts talking to her um, saying I'll make you love me and I'm thinking fuck me that's what I'd say for women Jesus but um, and then they run off and I won't spoil the rest there um, but it's an absolute cracking read Nick's artwork is next step, next level great for him. Um, I said to him actually, I feel a bit of there's like a, almost like a your your work has gone into like a, a Steve Parkhouse thing, but with Steve Dillon's facial acting stuff going on. But both those artists for me are great storytellers as well. There's no, you know, it's not overly complicated but they they're telling the story really well and he's doing that but then again saying that there's no skimping on landscapes and there's bits with stone clad village housing and stuff like that some of the character designs really good there's some really sort of um monsters that appear won't spoil it but as the series goes on um and it's it's just one of those sort of genuinely fun standalone comic series i mentioned earlier i said i'll talk about this but yeah it's just just fun to read you don't have to know about the green lantern core or what's happening at the fucking X-Men gala or anything like that. You know, it's just this fun thing. You can find it on its own, read it. It is getting a physical copy, asked Nick. Um, he said, yeah, it's going to be a trade. Um, and 
what it does, as I spoke about previously with that book Harvest, which is another folk horror book, is it builds the character of Kay up before you drop her into any kind of problems or danger. You you begin to know her and sense who she is and what she can do. Um, yeah, so it's it's nice like that. I love the character development in a, in a horror story or in any kind of comic. Really, you have to develop the character to make it interesting. Um, which is why a lot of the image stuff didn't work when the first time you see them is they're jumping out of a plane, you know. Um, but big shout out to Trina Farrell. Art colors are really good and they really complement Nick's line work. Just beautiful stuff. Um, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can read it for free. Um, I'll be grabbing, grabbing the trade as well. It's got some sort of light hearted banter as well. There's a moment where uh, grads go, probably, grads go all about. Um, you've got to do this if there's beasts, you've got to fight the beasts and all this sort of thing. And, and she gets accused of being, going a bit Bruce Campbell. Um, and she says, um, oh, who's that? The man that makes the soup. <laughs> really. huh. um, Campbell soup. That's quite, there's, there's little things like that thrown in, which I think you need in this sort of story. Um, I have a theory. It's about the war of the sexes. Um, okay. Because every woman in it is good. Every man in it is awful and evil, literally evil and the villain. So I think there's a bit of a sort of through line in this around the the skills and the powers of witches compared to the men. It's an interesting parallel. Once you start thinking about it, you can't stop thinking about it because you, you seemingly proven right every new character, you know. But um, yeah, it's something to think about. Um, watch out for the spoilers at the end of issue three. It's fucking brilliant, really good. I know I put the um, the cover up on the, the little chat group we have with Mister Curry, and he said that's a great cover, and I think it's they're, they're sort of really iconic covers. Mm. And which I think Comixology have got a grip of now because they know it appears in a thumbnail on a yes. web page. Yeah. You know, I will say um, this was one that was um, on the list because I'm, I'm going, I'm attempting to go through some of those. Com- I think comic, the Comixology originals and some of those titles that you can, like I say, take them out like a library. You can yeah. you can read them and return them. Um, I I attempted to. I've got a couple of titles lined up. I attempted to try and read them on the desktop. Absolutely unusable. So I've got. Oh, to, right. Yeah, I was. I, was I read mine on an iPad. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's what the way I'm going to have to go because it's really you know if you just just say you just work at your computer and just wanted to take five minutes and just boot up your browser and read it that way, awful, awful. Right. So it stopped me there. So because um, I don't want to see almost I don't want to see the next page before you know I'm. I'm I, I don't want to be spoiled for it. They have a sort of guided view, but it's so janky that you see the next page while you're looking at the the panel by panel of the page before right it's, it's twisted but um yeah this is this is definitely one on my list that i want i want to read man so it's okay good yeah i, I recommend nice. it man and obviously nick's nick knows what he's doing oh yeah, yeah. Totally. um there's, yeah, yeah. there's a, a there's a touch of you know um in fact it was nick who got me into comicsology weirdly because you remember <laughs> back back when he we first knew him he, he um he uh, he gifted us the Amelia Cole book. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love that. And there's a touch of her about this as well. You know, which I, I really like Amelia Cole. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's, I bought the collection of it because I enjoyed the comicology one as well. But uh, yeah, it's a bit of that about it. Yeah, it's great stuff. Great. Great. And uh, this episode has been filled with lots of great comics that you should check out, mm. and uh, as well as us just rambling about them and all kinds oh, crap. of things. Yeah. Yeah. While we um, we all lose <laughs> probably about fifteen pounds in body weight from the humidity that we're currently suffering from. It's but awful. Yeah. It's all for you. So we hope you enjoyed this week's episode um, and everything we talked about. If you've got, if there's anything upcoming, 
Um, such as like a, like a small press event or an independent comics day. We hope everyone that had small press day had a fantastic time. Um, no matter what you're doing, like whether it be Coco Comic Con, etc., etc. Um, but if there's any other upcoming events, especially charity stuff, we want to do some good in this world and give give money to good causes. So let us know about them. You can email yeah. us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod, where we'll be retweeting asking questions basically get involved with us on the social media if you do the book of faces go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast and there's the community group awesome comics talk on there which is full of great people as is the awesome comics podcast slack group full of different channels different topics of conversation whether it be creating comics selling your comics just some you know there's some comics you can buy for cheap but there's all kinds of great discussions going on Mm. there and so and if you want to know how to join then just uh, get in touch with us any of us will let you in yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly what Dan said yeah far off, far off the link no problem yeah. yeah I mean he said it extremely quickly but what Dan was saying then was like a burst of energy thank you for yeah. listening to us whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts subscribe and leave a review it helps get the word out about the show and algorithms etc 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 as long as it's all for the good of comics that's what we're here for also on other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What are the networks are we on, Tony? We're on Pod. Call me Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, because I will. I might accidentally. You said you were going to when I told you about yeah. this. Yeah, I've called you, I've called, I've called you many, many things. Haven't I, Boney? Boney Desmond. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, we have had fun tonight, so we hope you have a brilliant week, no matter where you are in the world. We hope you're doing okay because we love you very much, don't we, Tony? Why are you coming to me first? Why not? Stop being argumentative. I'm not. Being, I'm not being argumentative. <laughs> you're being argumentative. This is an argument. It's just repetition. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Monty Python. <laughs> All oh, comes back. Yeah. 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 Where, where can people find you, Dan, online? You can find me on Twitter at Vanguard. You can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. Issue twenty. Is that that's someone? I can always forget. You should that's, know. Yeah, it's wrapping up <laughs> yeah. soon. So uh, there's some big frills and spills coming up in the next couple of pages. So nice. stay tuned. He, he will break your heart and blow your mind, that lad. <laughs> where, where can people <laughs> Hopefully find he you? Hopefully, won't Tony? blow you. Uh, Neveronanything.com. Thank you very much, babe. You got, you got to be part of his Patreon for that. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> it's, only, it's only the third level. There are higher ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it £2.50 a month? No. Um... <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? It's three seventy-five. Anyway, um, you, can, you can find me online at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening to three sweaty men waffle about comics for the past couple of hours. Um, and, but no, in all seriousness, we hope you have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics. Keep creating loads of comics. And, uh... I don't know. I guess... What else... What else should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. There you go. They've told you, so now you've got to go ahead and do it. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Bye.